0: Day after day, I must face a world of strangers where I don't belong.
1: I'm not that strong. Your boy, Joy? Says, uh, so this episode is my first episode with actual guest on it. Uh, we had to do it over Zoom. It's my older sister and my younger sister, so this is a special episode for me. Um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties. My younger sister's building for some reason in Atlanta. They lost power, so she was like a G, got it all together, and ran everything off of the power that was left on her laptop, okay? So I'm grateful for her to even be able to do this, um, for us to get it out this week so I can stay on pace with my episodes. Um, so this is episode seven, Mark's Kids. I hope you guys enjoy it. Ooh, without further ado, here are my special guests, my lovely, beautiful, Townsend sisters, Rochelle and Erica. What up, y'all?
0: Hey. What's up? What's going on. All
1: right. So just so they can see, put your hand up, Erica, so they know who's hey, who. Hey,
0: y'all. Rochelle. Hey.
1: So y'all probably seen them on my birthday special. Um, After my birthday special, I went into a nice little special. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> about me uh about about myself and my love life, then I went to a special about me dating uh outside of my race, inside of my race, which way or other uh and I spoke about them and I've been talking about them you know I mean since I've started my podcast, to be honest with you, and I figured um what a better way to get their opinion of me out here what be better way of letting people know who they are than doing an episode named Mark's Kids.
2: that's what we are.
1: Exactly. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest right off the jump. I wanted to name this Mark's Kids for kind of a negative reason. I ain't going to lie to you.
0: What? What?
1: So y'all didn't know this yet. Um, I honestly want to see if some other Mark's kids pop up. <laughs> <laughs> they like,
2: how old am I? They better not be no I other. Said, I said, win. well, shit. I said,
1: I wonder. <laughs> That's how. It, remember I told y'all the other day, like, yo, it just popped in my head. Yeah. I was literally doing laundry sitting there and I was like, I mean, dang, there's only three of us. I'm the only man with the, I mean, I'm the only man out of us three.
0: So I have the walking
1: name left over. I said, well, I wonder, what if daddy was a Rolling Stone? Oh, no, we
2: don't need that. Why? And I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have,
1: but what if he did? What if he didn't didn't know? know.
2: Exactly. (laughs) And it could happen. We
1: out in these streets sometimes like, well, I wonder.
2: (laughs) You never know. know. He had some friends, some right? That I
1: knew of. I mean, and I and I think that I think that is the besides the looks, besides the way that I act. Sometimes I think that's a, a something that me and him had in common. That yeah. un- unfortunately he had passed before I got old enough to actually have that conversation with him. Yeah. Um, where I would wanted to ask him, like, yo, like I under like, I mean, he tried it. You know what I'm saying? He tried to be the husband twice.
2: Mm-hmm. That's true. With both of our mothers, Erica's right. and our moms, yep. and yeah. And yeah,
1: I don't. I can't say that. I can't say that that was his best move. To be honest, with
2: you. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, without knowing the details, because like, I don't really know. know the details of the why. You know, I mean, why? you get bits and pieces, but I've never had his perspective on you hear, you 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 hear, hear this this stuff what like, happened. Exactly. Like I,
1: we'll hear, like you, you know what your dad, your dad was, you know he was a, a man's man. You know what I mean, your dad took care of home. You know what I'm saying? He brought home money. He mm-hmm. made money. That's what people hear. I never, yep. I. I mean, I hear like, oh well, you know, what I mean, Mark was a good man. He just he was just too wild with his money. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or that's what I would hear all the time. I would yeah, never I, hear I like,
2: hmm Yep, knew how to make it, but not how to keep it. Right. See, same story.
1: Good. So now we're hearing. Okay. Okay.
2: But right. then think about, you know, maybe what, at least I know our mom, Ange, what she says is like, being older now, looking back at the relationship, she wished she would have knew then what she knows now. Just more about life and like having patience with, so it, it's never like a negative thing about our dad. Yeah. I think it's more like, okay, I was young, he was young, you live and learn. Right, so right. maybe it wasn't as bad. I've always heard too that he was just very free hearted with his money too and he would give it yeah. away mm-hmm. so it wasn't really like you said it wasn't really a negative thing it was just like a you know I guess finances are always something in a relationship that you gotta
1: right.
2: be able to manage and if you can't it's kind of hard to survive your relationship if you're unable to come to common ground when it comes to that which I don't know if that was the main thing but Right. Always,
1: you know, that's what I've heard. I, I, I tend to, I mean, so if if I'm, if I'm as much like my father as everyone says that I am, mm-hmm. um, I get it. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy being able to do things for others, especially on the financial end of it. I yeah. drive off of that. That's the driving force behind ninety percent of the reason why I try to make as much money as possible is because I like mm-hmm. being able to do things for the people that I care
2: about. Yeah, Um, and I think daddy was definitely that way.
1: Right, it's just not always the fiscally responsible thing to do.
2: (laughs) Because you, right. Well, you you can't give everything you have. Right. And I think that's not with money, that's just with life.
1: Life in general.
2: Energy, you know what I mean? You got to save some for yourself.
1: I literally, I remember Nyla, so my niece, Rochelle's daughter, Nyla, who's now what, 14, right? Yeah, 14, yeah. Okay, Lord. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> I remember her first Christmas. She wasn't even a year old yet. Yeah,
2: She's
1: not even turned a year yet. I remember spending a thousand dollars on her Christmas.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: And her playing with this silver wrapping paper that my homegirl wrapped <laughs> her gifts in. <laughs>
2: because that's what
1: kids do. Oh, damn Christmas! And I sat there taking pictures. With this camera that I bought, because it was Christmas, it was Nyla's first Christmas, I sat there taking pictures of her play with wrapping paper. <laughs> I still have those photos. And in the back of my head I'm thinking between the camera and me the, and these gifts. Right. She know. didn't care. And she had no idea. She didn't care. And then <laughs> it, it brought me back to a story that mommy told me, how when the Buffalo Bills first made it to the playoffs, daddy went out and spent the last on a big screen TV.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <Wow. laughs> what?
2: Just oh because, because he's afford to watch it on a big TV.
1: Because when he wanted, he wanted.
2: That's and that's how I live. I got that
1: too. Yeah. That too. I know she do. Do you eat? Do yeah. you have that? In you too? Like, <laughs> right.
2: you I want it. I want it. Like, but I, I try there. Like I try to prepare myself though in a way, like to spend. But yeah, you can't. Yeah, I it don't. You can't I'll just it. <laughs> I just go. I'll just go. It. That's it's so real. funny
1: especially with how hard I work, i would be thinking like, shit, I work for this, like.
2: exact. I was just about to say that. It's so funny in my early 20s, when me and my friends, we would just take trips, like. It would be like a Thursday, and we'll be like, we're leaving. And I used to go to Gerard and be like, what do you think, like, and he'll be like, I don't know, i would be like, well, I'm going. So I'm just kind of letting you know. <laughs> like, we're leaving Saturday. I'm just giving you I a heads I just wanted up. to give you a heads up. Right. <laughs> Trying to, like, like you said, I would be like, I work hard. Like, right. I'm that, That's
1: the feeling. I feel like that's the, like, especially, and it's worse for me because at least you guys have your cohorts. At least you have your partners. Y'all both married. Y'all got, y'all are, whew, hmm, my sisters are so lucky. The men that they have are amazing. I, you know what I mean? I know y'all will never tell. They're lucky. So I'm Is that what you mean say to
2: say? <laughs> right. Like, they're lucky as we are.
1: You heard
0: right?
1: heard what I said, okay? But in, in the same notion, they are very lucky too because they have my beautiful sisters who are very intelligent and hardworking. Hey. But y'all have someone to bounce those ideas off of where with me, it's just me and I'm out here being reckless. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh
2: my You're not God. struggling though. You good. I'm no right. I
1: ain't struggling. I ain't broke. I ain't I ain't homeless. I'm and just like, right.
2: And you take care of your responsibilities, like it's all good as
0: long as you Bill's take care of got
1: Bill's gotta be paid. But right. I do remember me and Rel joke about it all the time. It's not like this no more, but probably about nine years ago, we would just text each other and be like, it's about to be a ramen week. So, <laughs> and a ramen week means a couple new pairs of kicks came out that we just had to have and we're gonna be ramen for the rest of
2: the week. <laughs> I think
1: yeah, we that was before. Yeah, but that was before he had the kids and everything. So it's it's yeah. different now. It might. Yeah, I mean, it might be, it might be a cook at home instead of an Uber Eats night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: that
2: sounds about right for you. <laughs> so
1: before before we did this, I said, you know what? Let's let's get together. Let's do this. We talked about it, and I asked y'all to to get some questions ready for me. Yep. I'm I'm gonna give a PSA here. These are my sisters, y'all. But they pack they hold back no punches. <laughs> um, especially when it comes to me. Uh, because sometimes I need that smack in the face with shit. So no matter what these questions are, no matter what my answers are, I love y'all. And <laughs> I want y'all to know that before we get started.
2: <laughs> and we love you. Yes, uh, We do. We love
0: um, you
1: heartily. Rochelle, you the oldest, so you can I mean you can go first and then we'll just alternate.
2: Okay. So I think just, you know, talking about coming off of talking about um you know, me being the oldest, you're the middle, you know, middle sibling. Um, I guess I'll start with um, do you think you're spoiled? Why or why not?
1: <laughs> so uh so real quick, let's touch on the fact that I'm the middle sibling. Um and let's touch touch on the fact that I didn't realize I was a middle sibling until I was 25 years old. <laughs> not the fact that I didn't know Erica, because I've known Erica since she was born, but the fact f- that Erica didn't live here. And in our household, okay. I'm the baby. Right. Okay. I so get with that. Erica in Atlanta and me being here, I never I never thought of myself as a middle child. You know what happened? When I went down to Atlanta for training for AT&T, uh-huh. and I was hanging out with Erica, and I got back to class the next day, and they were like, oh, what'd you do yesterday? I was like, oh, I hung out with my younger sister. And they were like, oh, didn't you say you had an older sister? I was like, yeah, they're like, oh, see your middle child. And I said, shit. Like I'm an, I'd like to think I'm an intelligent man, but I had never, it had never registered to me that I was a middle child. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, that's, that's my first point. Uh, the second point is, am I spoiled? You fucking right. I'm spoiled.
2: And why I'm, why I'm spoiled. Do why do I
1: think I'm spoiled or why am I spoiled?
2: Why do you think you're spoiled?
1: Um, I mean, do you disagree with me?
2: Well, I'd rather you answer the
1: question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason why, I, the reason why, I feel, why do I feel like mommy spoiled me? Um, I feel like, and I'm saying it that way because I feel like me and you both got the same amount of attention from daddy. I could be wrong, but we'll talk about that. Um, but the reason why I think mommy spoiled me, uh, there was a couple of reasons to be honest with you. I think a, because, because daddy wasn't there Mm -hmm. and not because he didn't not saying that he didn't want to be there. Mommy left, you know what I'm saying? So she packed up and left. Um, so my father wasn't there. I had Miguel, so I was lucky enough to have a man in my life, um, but we all know how that goes. Miguel is still not my biological father. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so I didn't have daddy there, so I feel like she, she kind of wanted to compensate for that. Um, yeah. And to be honest, I was a fat kid. Okay. And my, granted, I grew into it. I owned it. Right. Uh, I'm a handsome-ass fat boy, but... As a child,
2: yes, you are. <laughs> I can't
1: always fit the things. I couldn't always fit the things that other kids could. I couldn't always play the same sports as they did. You know what I mean? So I feel like mommy went above and beyond to give me that stuff. And on top of that, I think she knew that. I mean, let's just keep it real. I'm her son.
2: Right. You know, and mom, maybe I a mom to a fun type thing. And
1: I'm a mama's boy. Like I'm gonna keep it real. Like my mama come first everybody she knows that that's the that's sometimes the problem but you know what i'm saying like i think i think that's why that's why i believe that i was spoiled okay. you agree that i
2: was spoiled a hundred thousand percent yeah <laughs> i mean i'm just trying to realize you know figure out did you i, realize? I knew i was right did you ever think about it I mean, bro did you contribute to the spoiling I think I did in a lot of ways because you know, with my mom saying, "Okay, this is your little brother. You always have to watch after him, no matter what." Um, you know, you're leading him by showing him an example. So that turned into not only nurturing, but like, okay, whatever he needs, do.
1: Yeah, it's Rochelle. I mean, Rochelle new. used to, because Rochelle, Rochelle was a senior, I was a freshman. Her her boyfriend at the time, Bub, Rochelle would make sure he drove me to and from school. Um, she made sure on Freshman Friday I didn't get touched. She, As soon as she got her first car, I was probably the second person to drive it, which was probably the dumbest thing she ever did, but she let (laughs) me do that. Um, You know I mean? Just little stuff. Rochelle would look out for me. And we were far enough apart where we didn't spend a lot of time in school together, maybe one year in each school level. Um, And we came from Mm -hmm. the city to the suburbs, so it was kind of a, like, I mean, this is back when there wasn't a lot of black families. You know what I'm saying? So like, it was kind of a, I think it was a nurturing kind of thing. But at the same time, she was just overlooking out for me. Um, and but my spoiledness
0: mm-hmm. I mean,
1: only time we've ever had arguments, I think, was around me being spoiled.
2: That's it, a hundred percent.
1: We were normally cool. I remember one specifically. Uh, oh, the computer typewriter thing.
2: Right. So. so- when I college you know being the older sibling going off to college i'm like okay so my mom's like here i bought you a typewriter because that was before like computers were as you know cheap as they are now or you know affordable as they are now so i'm like okay cool thank you mom i was happy because the typewriter could like erase like back then like you didn't have to like exit out if y'all even remember this but you had to like put X's to like erase words. It didn't have like an erase button. So anyhow, I was like excited. Like, yes, it was a word processor for those who are option word processor or brother, brother word processor. So I was like, I'm lit, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. So then I come (laughs) back home, I think for like a break or something, like Thanksgiving break. And I find out he has gotten a whole computer. Like whatever the computer was, I don't even remember the name. But uh, what was it?
1: Gateway, and it was one of the first computers to record CDs on.
2: So I'm like, Mom, so Andre got a whole computer? Like, he's still in high school. I'm in college. Like, I'm like, she's like, oh, yeah, because he wanted it. I was like, okay. But that's just one of the (laughs) many times that I was like, does he realize he's spoiled? Or nah, I 100% realized it. I wasn't about Right, you. I, I realized I think that's it. what kind of brings you to you know different things with women, but we'll talk about that later. Ooh, shit. Okay, uh, it's, it's on you. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, let me uh simmer down on those questions as well. I'm gonna let Rose take the lead. Um, uh, thank, thank you. So, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go easy on you. Well, my first question was. What is one thing that's happened in your life since daddy has passed that you wish he was here for?
1: Uh, r- realistically, everything. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Ev- ev- everything that I've done in life, I wish he could see. Um, but like major points, um, I was lucky enough that he was there for my graduation.
0: Mm. And
1: he surprised me, him and granddaddy. They I didn't know they were coming. Um, wow. mom, mommy didn't know they were coming um, And they just popped up And I saw that picture And it's uh, in the sun visor of my car Every car I get, it goes with me So, I mean, that major point I got to see um, I'm not married yet I don't have kids yet So, I mean, I'm going to miss that when that happens um, But both of y'all weddings um, You know what I mean? The birth of Nyland, Aiden Aiden yeah. um, You know what I mean? Me buying my first car like those are things that I wish he could be here for. Uh, I'm gonna try not to cry right now, but <laughs> uh, so like when it comes to, when it comes to him, it's weird like because we never I don't know me and daddy never really like talked talked It was more of he talked at me and I just kind of replied for the most part like he was like, house school how sports are you doing this? your mom told me this
0: mm.
1: so I kind of i mean that I mean everything like literally, if he could be here for. Just the stupidest things, like me calling and being like, Hey, uh, did did you see, did you see what Buffalo did? Did you see who they picked up? Like stuff like that. If I could just I remember when I first reconnected with right. you, I wanted to call him. I was like, Oh, let me call daddy and see if we got Erica's number. I literally said that to myself. Mm. And then you get that moment where you're like, shit. I can yeah. do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything. Sure. So my first question yep. for you is gonna be. What is your favorite memory of daddy? Who wanna go first? G, e, wrote.
2: My favorite memory with daddy fun together. Like I was so young and we used to spend, you know, every other weekend together for the most part in a, you know, from what I can remember. And I just remember us going to festivals, doing artistic type things and him just making me laugh. Like I was so young that we didn't get to the point where he was teaching me life lessons yet. So I kind of missed out on having those kinds of conversations with him, but daddy was just a funny guy. Like he was just a loving, like funny, always smiling type of person. And so that's what I remember is just having fun with him. One time he did reprimand me. This is the only time I know it was so crazy. So all my friends went to one high school and my mom, sent me to another high school which was a better high school but being a kid of course I wanted to go where my friends were right. and I just cried and cried and I was just like you're telling my mom she was ruining my life like <laughs> I was just being, I was being a brat. and daddy called me and he was like, come over there whoop you like he like bad because daddy never came at me like, "Time." I was like, "My daddy said he' gonna come over here, and whoop me." <laughs> but other than that, it was just all fun and good times with daddy. He was just a, a very loving, fun kind of guy. So
0: I don't ever
1: remember that. him being a reprimander. That's that's the funny part. Maybe like, yeah, that was time. the funny time. No, my memory with him is definitely of that sort. Rochelle, you go, and then I'll, I'll tell
2: mine. Well, speaking of fun, so my memory, I was gonna say, um, and I remembered this recently within the past few years, because Michael Jackson had actually, when he passed away, for some reason this memory came back. So I had to be probably about five or six.
1: Michael Jackson passed
2: away on my birthday, by the way. I know, which mm. is mm. crazier, like June right. 25th. About it, I think when he passed away. And um, it made me think, I said, and I had to ask my mom because I'm like, how do I remember this? I was so young, but basically my favorite memory is when daddy took me to the Michael Jackson concert in Buffalo. What? So speaking- of Michael Jackson? I seen Michael Jackson at like five. I had to be about, it couldn't have been no more than six. So I probably was between like four and six. How I remember, I don't know. But the only thing I really remember is like being on top of his shoulders. Yeah. Like, in concert, being on top of his shoulders, like, yay! My like, and, like, cheering. And Daddy was, like, clapping and yelling. And um, we were just having a good time. Like, I just remember that feeling of, like, wow, this is amazing. And then he went and bought me, like, a Michael Jackson T-shirt as, like, a souvenir. And I think he got one. So later on, I went and asked my mom, like, you know, recently. I'm like, Mom, did that really happen? Like, right. did I really? michael jackson she was like oh yeah you went and she was like yeah your dad took you you and him because he was really you know that was like the concert of the you know of the year let's say at that time in buffalo in the 80s early 80s and she was like um she was like yeah you used to wear that t-shirt all the time that he bought you until like wore out with holes and everything and i said oh my god daddy took me to the michael jackson like i didn't Yeah, yep. So that's definitely, like, when I think about, you know, the fun that we had, even at that young age. That is crazy. Right? right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So mine is a mix of fun and, and kind of reprimand. I remember when we went down to Atlanta, Erica, you were still a little girl, and <laughs> the fun part about it was is when Daddy was singing in the car, he would sing to the music and, like, make hand signals. So I remember it was... um it was a Method Man song on. And, he, and it, like part of it would go, like, up, up to this guy. And then he'd be like, up, up, to this guy. And that, like, <laughs> it made me laugh because he was such a church dude. But, like, at the same time would like, you know, reference weed and shit. Like, so I thought that was hilarious. And then the reprimanded part is, and this is how funny he was at the same time while still reprimanding me. I remember we went to um, the Black-owned mall. We went to one of the Black-owned malls, and he was showing us all the Black-owned malls. And I remember us walking in. And this is when the Jordan Thirteens came out. Uh, they're known now as the He Got Games, but like back then, it was just the Jordan Thirteen. We didn't know nothing about it. Um, and you know, I've always been a sneakerhead. So we get to the mall, and I knew I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to see my dad. He told me I can get whatever I want. I'm getting these Jordan Thirteens. It's all I wanted back then. They were one one thirty, I think one thirty something like that. So we, yeah. So we walking through the mall. We go by Foot Locker. I said, dad, can I get my shoes? Yep. He said, let's go and look at them. What shoes are they? Points them out to me. I point them out to him. He has the dude go back and get me a 13, right? The dude <laughs> brings them out. He shows them to me. I try them on. Daddy goes, good, take them off. I said, okay. i take them off, put them in the box. I'm like, we about to go cash out. <laughs> Daddy looks at me in my face and goes, well, I'm glad they fit, but you ain't getting those. I said, what? <laughs> Oh, I talked to your mama. You don't deserve
0: those.
1: Mm. Oh, excuse me? Like, and at this point, I'm, I think I'm 14. I think I was a freshman in high school. No, I was like 15. So I thought I was a grown ass man. So I said, what you talking about? So you're not getting those. <laughs> your mama told me about your report card. You don't deserve them. Mm. And I said, whatever. I don't want nothing. And then, you know, I'm babying now. I'm being a baby. <laughs> I don't want nothing from you. Blah, blah, blah. I storm out the store. He walks up behind me and slightly puts his hand on my neck and goes, you gonna walk around this mall like you got some sense, and we gonna go get you some clothes for school. Yo, Daddy spent like four hundred dollars on me that day of clothes, but wouldn't buy me a hundred thirty dollar pair of sneakers
2: because he knew you really wanted
1: them. Bro, we went into the store and I said, "He's like, get whatever you want." I said, "I want my shoes." He was like, "No, anything else?" I picked out three polo outfits, top to bottom polo. It what
0: was the
2: principal. It was the principal. Yep.
1: Yeah. You know the crazy part about it though, and this is how I know I'm spoiled.
2: I got home. I told mommy the story. She took you and got your shoes. Of course she did. <laughs> and this is what, back to my original question. I remember that whole thing, because I was there when daddy said no, and meanwhile, I'm sitting back like, is my mom really going to go and buy these shoes after she knew he didn't deserve them?
1: hundred percent. And then said, don't tell your father. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but he did his part. That's yeah. what she I, and I think that's what she was trying to she was doing two things, I think. Cause my, you know how mommy thinks. So I think she was doing two things. I think she was making him reprimand me because he never had to. Right. He was always the okay, okay, okay. Um, and I think at the same time she was teaching me that your daddy ain't gonna do everything I do for you. Mm. Which is it's crazy. I even have like I found a letter the other day from dad that I kept from college and it was like my last year and I went to college and I was mm-hmm. short on my tuition or whatever and mommy was done helping me because I was fucking up the money and shit you know what I mean and he mm-hmm. sent me the bread and he was like oh, I hope this little bit of money helps for you you don't gotta worry about paying me back because I had called him like yeah I'll pay you back I just need to get this done so I can get my little associate whatever uh so shit. he was like he sent it to me and the the crazy part about it is is the date on the letter is three days away from his birthday, which is next week. Mm. Ask me if I called him on his birthday. I already know you didn't. Yeah, well, if
2: it's things that you,
1: you know, you Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's things that we grow up and we learn and we figure out and this is why I've on my friends' butts about taking care of their parents and making sure you're good to your parents and I think, I think a lot of that has to do with the reason why I am the way I am with our parents now. Yeah. It's just the regretting of not doing that with him. But, Let's get into a better mood. Who, Erica, you, I think you're next with the question, right? we start with you next? She heard me? You heard me, Ian? E?
2: Hopefully her recording is okay. Uh-oh. I know she's-
0: I asked my question. It's on real It's
2: on think. Oh, it yeah, is. is doing doing this again. Huh? I think it got stuck a little bit. Just a little Okay. Bit. Yeah. I think I'll ask the last question.
1: Oh, you did. That's right. It's on okay. you, bro. Oh, by the way, y'all, my sister is a fucking trooper because Erica is doing this right now without power in her whole building.
0: Okay? Right I have to make it
2: happen
1: for you. I okay, appreciate let's... you. I appreciate you. So, Rochelle, it's on you.
2: Okay. Let's see here. Oh. Okay, so going on to the topic, I guess, of like relationships, because we were just talking about, you know, parent yeah. to child relationships, but now I'm gonna kind of switch it up to. Okay. As far as, you know, significant other love relationships. Um, what's the longest relationship you've ever been in? in And, um, (laughs) and you know, why did you break up with that person?
1: The longest relationship I was in was with Katie. Okay. Um, that was almost three years oh, wow, I didn't realize that long, okay. Yeah, uh, and why did I break up with that person? <laughs> Honestly, because uh, I was I was used to getting my way and she wasn't about to give me my way. Me? Uh, it, it's going to sound stupid, but now knowing everything that I know, I wish I could have taken it back, but I originally broke up with her because I wanted her to stay at my place more. Mm. I just moved out. I had my own place, um, yep. and she worked early mornings. And she's like, "I can't stay here and then try to go to work every morning. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to wake up. You snore too loud. Like yeah. in my bed, I'm not comfortable. Dah, 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 dah. And I was just like, "Yo, I'm not dealing with this shit." You were just saying it. I saw like ass up. I was like, "Yo, whatever. Like, you don't want to spend time with me? I took it personally. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think part of it was me." First moving out, having my own place. You know, my first place was dope. My first place was big, and
0: yeah. I yeah, mean,
1: I had I had a car hood on the wall, like at a bar, like so. Like yeah. I thought I was the man, like. So, <laughs> it, was nice. it
2: was nice,
1: right? So, like, part of me would—I think part of me was instigating it so that I could be single. See, okay. At least you can it. Made- that was that was my longest relationship. Next, the next longest relationship I think was with. Um, oh, Shit. I think Liz, Candace, and Mo are tied at like a year, year and a half.
2: Okay. So um, you have been committed. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, the longest relationship, though, and the best one is with myself. <laughs> I've been committed to... <laughs> oh, my God. Of course years. you are
0: going to say that.
1: Of course. I mean, I've been committed <laughs> and loving this nigga for 37 years right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what we have to deal with. Why? What what's going on here? No, but yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Katie was my longest relationship. Um and the crazy part about it is I think if if she wasn't taken away from us, we might have been back at that recently. You know what I'm saying? But we we'll leave that for another topic for
2: another time. Right, okay. Right. Cool. you. Okay. Um keeping on with that same relationship. <laughs> um are there any changes? I think I already know the answer to this, but are there any changes that you think you need to make before getting into another
1: serious relationship? Hell yeah. Uh, I gotta, I gotta be able to want to be in one.
2: (laughs) Um, Or situationship. So even if it ain't a relationship.
1: Oh, um, no, actually, no, hell no. I think I'm doing, I think I'm, I'm not saying I'm doing everything right, but I think I'm I'm open and honest about everything. I know sometimes I can be too honest about shit, too open about shit. And maybe yeah. I need to maybe I need to play it back a little bit and just um I mean, let let them breathe a little bit and not just tell them everything up front. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a similar problem.
1: I have a similar issue. Right. So I mean I think I think I don't think there's a lot that I need to change. I do need to allocate more time to the people that I'm with. Uh, The only Mm -hmm. problem is it's hard, it's hard to do when you're like, when I become, when I become, when I'm in love with someone, my, I I instantaneously start to picture the future and how I'm going to be able to take care of them. Mm -hmm. Not even even if they don't need me to, Right, I forbid they do, I want to be able to provide, because that's what I feel like I'm on this earth for, is to provide and take care of, um, and a lot of that has to do with the hustle. And I don't like to take time away from that hustle because I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm not able to provide or care. For
2: mm, got you. So maybe,
1: maybe step back a little bit, show them a little bit more time and energy towards that rather than trying yeah. to make them happy in the fiscal area. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. But so yeah, it, it I, probably- yeah, I think I'm perfect. <laughs>
2: Almost. Of, of course. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> right. This is nothing
1: <laughs> new though. Yeah. Okay. Uh so my, my question for y'all. And I did all my questions geared towards both of y'all. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: What's the most difficult thing about being my sister?
0: Mm. Man. I
2: will say that you're too honest sometimes just what you're,
0: right. like, like
2: sometimes you really just don't want to hear <laughs> the honest <laughs> and you're just like man just just tell me something nice you know instead of the truth but it's like <laughs> I love you for that and I can't stand it at times for that too
1: what can I say? I'm honest. <laughs> I, I ra- I'd rather tell you the truth and you'd be upset with me than than to <laughs> like
2: Right. And I know this. And I know it's just really for, you know, the fact that you really do have love and you care about the outcome. Right. You know? But it's just like, man, sometimes you don't want... So it's like, don't come to you if you don't really want to know the truth.
1: 100 Don't ask me shit unless you want the 100% truth.
2: And that's fact.
1: You're going to be wasting your time or get your feelings hurt.
2: Bottom line, be ready for both. Right. Yep. Okay, okay. I was going to say the same thing. Your honesty. You're so honest.
0: Yeah.
2: But you're so much like me that, I mean, I love it. It's the thing that I love and hate. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I know you're going to get me together. So that's why I'll call you if I need to be gotten together. Mm -hmm. But, um, and the other part, this goes for both of y'all. It's just like, I wish I was closer to y'all. That's I'm the
0: hardest part. To you too. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's just not being physically of course we've been so good about connecting with each other. Right. It's so and hard just not physically being close to y'all. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is tough. And it's been like this for so many years that um you know, you just like but I think with us all trying to make a more of an effort to like talk, you know, over the phone, through FaceTime, whatever we have to do, text, you know. And right. just keep in contact, hopefully, over the years as we keep getting older, you know, we realize that we can connect physically more, you know, in person more. Right. Exactly. Try to make it like maybe an annual thing or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I had I- so much fun when we got together. Oh, my gosh.
1: I know. I know. That I was- I know. I tired you out that first day.
0: Oh
2: yeah, I can't hang. I cannot hang with you. You know everybody first of all, so I'm like, how do you do, How do you how can you be sneaky with anything that you do? Because I
1: know that's the problem. That's why I got to be honest. That's why you got to be honest. Sure. Yeah, I
2: get it because everybody sees you because everybody knows you. Everybody. I can't stick around with shit.
0: We gotta be
2: <laughs> People that I don't even know. I was working with a guy, an older gentleman, and he's just like, yeah, I know your brother. Like he's my, yeah. I know exactly who he is. Like, this man is like 70. <laughs> I said, like, bro, how you know my brother? He was like, oh, from 18 to... Like, I said, okay. So, literally, he knows a lot of people. It's a good and bad thing. It's a gift and a curse. It's a gift and a curse. Right. Life. All right,
1: Rose, what's on you. What's, what's the next
2: question?
0: Next question, oh, man.
2: How many I, do we do? Four apiece? Yeah, I got two more. All right, bet. Um, What type of characteristics would you... would make up your ideal girl? Oh
1: shit.
2: First of all, I only like
1: women. Okay?
2: Women, okay.
1: I got <laughs> ideal uh, characteristics how? What do you mean? Physically? You
2: mean, you mean I just think if you had to pick like three things, I mean, they could be physically, they could be mental, you know, whatever, whatever you think are If you had to pick like okay, somebody's going to set me up with someone and they need to know like three things that you cannot live without in a woman that you find attractive that you want to deal with.
1: Okay. Um, no hair weave. No hair weave. Oh, I don't care wow. if you're black, white, Asian, Indian, because all motherfuckers <laughs> wear it. Uh, I don't want no hair weave.
0: <laughs> <What> <laughs>
1: if it's Angela Simmons? I thought you liked Angela Simmons. Yeah, but if, <laughs> you, wear, if you wear hair weave, I ain't fucking with her neither. <laughs> Come on. It's
0: okay.
1: just you know what it is for me. It's it's just a, I I just can't. <sighs> I've been, I've been, I've been tortured, y'all. Don't forget, Rashad. I used to spend six hours in the fucking hair salon with y'all. Okay, right.
2: When you was on sit with me and mommy.
1: Right. Yeah. That shit was a job. And then on top of that, like the, that I know it's, I know it's changed, but like, some people can't afford to keep it up. So I've been scarred over that. I don't. I don't <laughs> call, whiffs, I done call whiffs of the non-taking care of ones. Um, I don't seen the. I don't seen the braids that are like basically falling out. Like you could just pull one and it pop out the head because it have been in there too long. I've been scarred by this shit. Okay.
2: Okay. But well, you ain't just been.
1: It's, it's just not a thing for me. I, I'm not a fan of it. I would like a woman that just does not like to have it at all. Beautiful. The only time that I would be cool with it is like I know, especially especially with my African American queens. Uh, when y'all go on trips, y'all want to get your hair braided so you can jump in the water and jump out. I'm cool with that, but when you right. come home okay. to your man after your girl's trip, I need that shit out. I'll help you. I grab it. I grab it into the uh, end of the comb and help you pick through them. We can come out with it. I cut the little
2: burnt end off and then pick it out with. <laughs> the funny know. thing is, this is one of the three things, <laughs> right? That's like it's like top three things. No weave, like bruh. That's that's like number two. Oh my I, god! What's the other? What's the other two? Cause... Um,
1: I I very I very much enjoy a beautiful smile. I very okay. much enjoy. so yeah. that so now don't that we, we have the two now that we have the two physical things out of the way, right? Since so I only get to pick three, two right. physical things, whatever. I'm a little shallow. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the third thing is, I need independence without demasculating the man. Okay, I, I need you to. I need you to not need me, but right. need me so much that I have nothing to do in a relationship.
2: Okay, so you still want to feel wanted and needed, but yeah. not relied upon. Mm.
1: Hey, and just to let y'all know, that's what every fucking man wants. I know, but yeah, you. <laughs> y'all married. Y'all already know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but these girls don't know that. So I'm giving it out to them. Okay. Uh, it's cool to, it's cool. It's cool to be independent. I want you to be independent. I want you to get your own hustle. I want you to make your own money. I want you to feel like if, if I'm down and out, you could have us, you know what I'm saying? You got us. But at the same token, when I am down and out, I don't need you putting it in my face that I'm down and out when I, when I, when, I, when we do go out I know you can take care of your own I'm your man I know you can but when I grab for the check keep your fucking hand to the side let me handle it
2: well yeah I you know I when
1: it. the snow falls you damn sure gonna hand me that shovel right
2: <laughs> 100%
1: yes <You> understand? <laughs> when, I, when we get to the gas station I don't want you jumping out the car what the fuck are you jumping out the car for let me pump the gas
2: for sure.
1: And, and and for me, it's difficult because I do, you know what I mean, at the age that I'm at now, at 37, I'm going to meet women who are single moms, who have been by themselves for a while, maybe. So they are very independent. You know what I'm saying? So they're not going to need me for shit. Yeah, but don't throw it in my face that you don't need me. I'm a man. It's, it's in my DNA to want to be able to be a man, to yeah. provide, to you know, what I mean? take care of.
2: Well, give them the grace of realizing that maybe it wouldn't be easy for them. So, you know, like if somebody's been What's doing a it themselves the whole time, sometimes you got to back them down a little bit without getting upset that they're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, What's a good grace period though? Well, I don't think it's a grace period. I think it's just more so of you teach people who you are. So if right. if they're doing something that, you know, makes you feel, demasculated or you feel like you should be taking the lead, you just kinda tell them that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And then of course, if you if it comes to a point where you're having to continuously say the same thing over and over, now it's an issue. Right. But you know, everybody, you know, everybody I, doesn't know off the bat how to be taken care of. You
1: know how many times I had to say, yo, if you open that fucking door one more time, let me open the door? <laughs> I've had to say that like to, on, a, on a date, like, yo, let me get to the car yeah, I mean, let me get around the car and open the door. Stop opening the goddamn door. Habit.
2: Sometimes it's just a habit. That's it, what I'm saying. It is. And if, if if a woman isn't used to, you know, being treated that way, if, if the uh, last, you know, three guys that she's dated have never opened her door, then how do you, you know, it's just take time to learn each other. I've been married, listen, I've been with me for 15 years. It's still right. things I'm learning about Rodney and he's learning about me. Right. Oh, so, can we have a whole call about that? Because. Yes, honey. We gonna do Put, that. We're gonna do that well, on your Like, <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? Like, you keep shedding a new shedding skin and becoming a new person.
1: Like you all not about to be up here talking about my brother in laws like that, all right?
2: Listen. No, nah, we're not this is this is about you. This ain't about them. We're not gonna right. do that. <laughs> we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> all right, it's all you man. all right, so <laughs> I want to switch gears into your entrepreneurial side because oh, I see you, you've been grinding for a long time and you, you do it well. So my my question is, what advice do you have for people who want to be business owners and particularly people who have careers and want to have that, you know, pursue their dreams at the same time?
1: Don't do it. Don't do it. Keep your ass at your job. Don't ever try to jump out and do your own thing. No. Same. <laughs> no, I. Um, I concur. Look. Right, right, right. <laughs> I um no, and honestly, I mean, just find something that find something that you love to do. Don't find something that makes money. Mm. And I, I know that sounds so counterproductive because the reason why you want to leave your job is so you can make your own money. Right. But if you find something that makes money, cool, you make money. Mm-hmm. And six months later, you be ready to fucking stop doing it. <laughs>
2: Ooh, <man. laughs> you find your passion, right? Like Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to, I'm asking these questions
1: for the people, not me.
0: <laughs> okay, okay,
1: okay, okay. <laughs> no, but honestly, like what I'm trying to say, like, I honestly feel like if you if you find something like that's the thing. So this is this is the reason why a lot of people always get on me and they like, why you don't do the five F thing full time? Um, realistically, we ain't made enough money to do it full-time. And the reason why we haven't made enough money to do it full-time, in my opinion, is that we're not conforming. You know why we're not conforming? It's because this is the shit we love. We Mm. like shit. This is a passion project before it's a money project. Fuck yeah, the money helps. But it's a passion project. This is something we love to do. And what do we look like just jumping out the window with everything everybody else is doing just to make a dime?
0: We're right. fortunate
1: enough where we don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So do something that you love and let it get to the point where that can be your financial, your full-time financer. You know what I'm saying? Your full-time money maker, Because then it'll be, it'll be more longevity behind it. I get it. This shit ain't easy working for a big corporation. I've been doing it for 14 years. It's not easy. That's the other thing is when you're doing your passion project, you may need a day job to hold that money, but make sure you get a day job again that you love. Take a lower pay rate to mm-hmm. do something that you care about. All right, all right. I took I took a $40,000 pay cut six years ago just to stay with the company that I'm with in a different position so that I didn't have to leave because I wasn't happy. Now, I done came full circle and came back around yeah. to make more money. But remember when I called you, I said, yo, I got to do this. I got to drop. If yeah. I don't come to this other position, I'm not going to make it.
2: And I I did the same thing recently. I took a right. pay cut to to go to a position that I'm more happy with and satisfied. And I'll tell you how God worked really Ooh. now, I done got promoted for yeah, months in on the job. Tell so yeah. I, I'm making more now than I did in the job. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you definitely have to follow what you wanna do and like your passion. I agree with that a thousand percent. Right. Cause it's not worth it if you know what I mean. You'll get frustrated. And then and then me just working with business owners, I've heard that many, many times. They say, listen, you better, um, you know, if you follow your passion, you'll never feel like you're working a day. You'll never feel like you're working. hmm
0: So, uh,
1: yeah. All right. Well, okay, so my question for both of y'all, um, when dealing with other family members, so not us, Do y'all feel like y'all aliens? (laughs) Do y'all feel like we are somewhere talking to people that just don't understand
2: us?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely ass!
2: I thought I was an alien until I came and seen y'all.
0: I was like, oh,
2: okay. I'm like, okay, there are people like me. I'm like, okay, I didn't know. And I'm the baby of my family. So I'm the baby between us. But then I have um, three other siblings where I'm the baby and I was grew up in the house alone. They were all so much older than me. I kind of grew up like an only child. So mm, very spoiled, but I also just felt very, I felt like I had three parents. I feel like I had four parents. You know, on top of my mom, I had the other three. So I I just always felt like a black sheep, I guess. Mm. Um, And yeah, until I was like, oh my God, when I came and seen y'all, I was like, oh, okay. It just made me realize that I'm a lot like daddy. Right,
1: right.
2: And because I grew up being, you know, the only child between my parents. I didn't have that other side to relate to, so yeah, I, I feel like that not only with family but friends too. Sometimes, just like I'm different, yeah, I, I do things a different way. I'm I'm very much to myself. I'm very introverted. Right. Um, you can rely on me if you need me. I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's my my it's in my nature to stay to myself.
0: Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm and the thing is i'm the same way and i think we all have that in us but when we do go out we're like the best friend to everybody like everybody like to what we were talking about earlier when you like andre knows so many people i feel, you know i think you probably experienced this i've seen you around your friends you know and things like that at your wedding and and different things and um even i think for myself i'm like i have a lot of people that i know but I don't know, I just enjoy my alone time, like I'm okay being alone,
1: right, right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think it's, right. oh God, no, I was just gonna say, I think we're just I don't know, we have a lot of wisdom, I don't know if it's I don't know exactly where it comes from within our genes, but people gravitate towards us for advice, yeah, no, exactly. and we're the go to friend, I know for me, I'm the Go to like yes. This is what's going on, Erica. What do you think? What are... and I love. I mean, I love being that person for yeah. people, and yeah. I love to. I do feel like I have some source of wisdom that's outside of just my experience because.
0: Yeah. I just
2: I do enjoy you know helping people and think through things because I think our the way our minds work, mm-hmm. people gravitate towards that because we know how to sort shit out.
1: Right. Yeah. I think I, for me. I ain't gonna lie, I don't, I don't, I mean, unless I'm talking to one of y'all, I always be like, these motherfuckers don't understand me. (laughs) They don't get where I, they say they get where I'm coming from, but they don't get where I'm coming from.
2: I even asked, you know, my best friend, I asked her and I say, am I different? Like, am I weird to you? Like, it's gotten to that point where I really asked her, like, you know, Sean, I'd be like, Sean, for real, like, am I really weird? And she's like, hell no, you make tons of sense. And I'm like, cause I'll be feeling like strange out yeah. here. <laughs> i would
1: be feeling like either, either I'll be feeling strange or I'll be feeling like the complete asshole.
0: And I, mm. and, and,
1: it, and it'd be like, and my friends will say it like, yo, but I love the fact that you be real, but sometimes Dre. And I'd be like, why has it always gotta be a sometimes though? Like <laughs> what I'm supposed to do? You want me to fucking lie to you? Right. You want me to lie to you? I think I they don't. don't, I don't even to lie me. to the girls I'm with when they be like, "Oh, does this make me look fat?" You fucking right, it does. But I don't care. Yeah,
2: it just comes so easy for for us that some. I think sometimes people get offended. Like, right. mm, why are you making it seem so easy? It's not that easy to just do this or do that or be this way. And for us, it is. It's just like, why don't you just do this? Like,
1: yeah. I so I had I had a conversation today with a, a female friend of mine. Um, and I explained to her because in her right now, her relationship's not going the greatest, but it never is. If I I'm hope she
2: going. ain't watching this. Cause you sitting here running her down.
1: She don't, don't <laughs> nobody know who the fuck she is. Cause I keep my business to my business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> me, right. like, like I tell people all the time, like, tell me the last time you seen me post of a female that wasn't modeling my clothes. So her, her, been. right. Her relationship isn't going the greatest. And it never is. And I asked her, I said, how the fuck do y'all do this shit? She's, what do you mean? I said, how do you deal with each other when y'all don't want to deal with each other? She said, what do you mean? I said, have you ever sat down and asked him, why is this not working? Have you ever sat and said, well, what's the issue here? Like, what's your issue? I'll tell you what mine is. Have y'all ever done that? She's like, normal people don't do that. I said, well, the normal people are fucking dumb. Because if you would just sit down and be like, listen, I'm not happy. These are the reasons I'm not happy. Why are you not happy? And you got to end it with that. Like, why are you not happy? So that we can both get this on the table. You know what I'm saying? Because if y'all invest in years, we talking 10 years, and y'all not happy, something's wrong. At least in my eyes. That's how I feel. If I'm with a girl for six months and I'm not happy, I'm like, hey, listen. Come on, Sean. Let's sit down let's talk about this. You tell me why you're not happy because obviously you're not happy because I'm not happy. So I'm assuming you're not happy either. So you tell me what's wrong. <laughs> this, is where, this is where the problem lies because if she sits there and looks me in, dead in my face and goes, I don't think anything's wrong. And obviously I just told you I'm not happy. So something's wrong. If she tells me I don't think anything's wrong and then I tell her why I think something's wrong and she doesn't agree with me, then I don't need to be in this relationship
2: yeah, it's that emotional it's that emotional maturity. Yeah. And sometimes people I think we're all very emotionally mature. Like we know how to just separate shit. Like like you said, if something ain't working, we're gonna call it out. We're not about to wait for something to explode. It's like I'm not feeling this or I'm not you know what I mean? Like right. a lot of people aren't like that. And I don't know if it's the fear of the real answers coming out or what, but
1: I think niggas ain't used to being alone
2: I think that and I, maybe it's a fear of that being alone
1: I think so and I think that's my major issue with relationships I think that's my major reason why I haven't been in one in a little while it's been like two three years now because I don't mind being alone I actually love and thrive in it you know what I'm saying
2: <laughs> I know I, I know
1: Like it'd it be, it be some of my best some of my best work get done when it's just Dre to worry about now, don't get me wrong. I have females that I, you know, what I mean, I keep yeah. around, but I'm not yeah. keep around. Let me stop saying that shit. I have females that I enter, you know, what I mean, I hang out with. They're my friends, whatever. So I'm a little bit more than friends. All that other shit. But when it's just me and I'm not in a committed relationship, I get some of my best work done. Shit, this podcast started me yeah. not being in a relationship,
2: man. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Right, right.
1: So I mean, that's it, it is what it is. But, so, but let's move. Let's, let's move on. But. You get where I'm going. Yeah,
2: close. before they, before they not, start, man. we right. y'all are cocky. Y'all are very So, cocky. so,
1: so yes. Not. I'm not the only one that feels weird around other people. Okay, good. No. Uh, Rowan, it's on you. What you are? A question of three or four?
2: This is four. So, this is okay, my. we're it up. All right. Oh, this is perfect. To, so, to segment into what we were just saying about ourselves, how much we love ourselves, right? <laughs> uh, what is one thing you love about yourself and one thing you would say you hate or dislike? About myself? Yep.
1: Um, I love the fact that I can walk into any room and not worry about who's in that room.
2: Mm, that's a good one.
1: I like that. If I open my door tomorrow morning and I'm not going to say President Trump, but Barack Obama was standing in front of my door, I would feel comfortable
2: enough to have a conversation with it. That's a great characteristic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, relate to anyone and not have
1: that fear like i have no i have no fear shit it could be trump and we can still sit down and have a talk i might tell him he dumb as fuck and some of the shit he be doing on twitter is outrageous but we can sit and have a conversation i uh, a lot of people joke about it and like i told like i said last time I, one of my homegirls said i was white friendly i don't like to think i'm white friendly i definitely feel like i'm a chameleon and not in the sense of i change colors when i get into a room i just mean it just means that i am well versed enough. Where no matter who's in front of me, yeah. I don't feel out of place or nervous for shit.
0: That's
2: what's up. And I think daddy, that's dad, definitely a daddy
1: trait. 100%. 100%. Like, I, I feel like, I I feel like, huh, I'm trying not to sound cocky, you uh, but I feel like I can walk into a room and command the room.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, it's a horror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I don't like about myself. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I had to pick something. Uh, no. Um, I I wouldn't say I don't like it. I think life would be simpler if I could essentially conform and just settle down and find a family and have kids and all that other bullshit. But I know myself and I know if I just randomly do that, it'll be bullshit and I'll be wasting my time and hers. Hmm. I wish I was built differently, but I'm not. And it took me a long time to realize how I'm built. I tried it the other way for so long, and it's just not for me. I'm not happy that way. I've never really been happy that way. You know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I tried to because I thought that's what I was supposed to be doing.
2: Right. Right. Well, like you said, you, you live and learn. The older you get, the more you start to find who you really are and be comfortable with it, right? Right. But I'm um, still holding out one day. One It'll day. be. Yeah. It'll I be. got you're, yeah. You're. Everybody got faith in me but me,
1: huh? Alright. so you last question.
2: Okay, so since you said you know what doesn't make you happy, my last question was, what makes you happiest?
1: About what, though? Just in life?
2: Yeah, period. What makes you happiest?
1: Um... I'm going to be honest. I'm the happiest I've been in a very long time this last year or so. And it's crazy because of COVID and all this other shit and everybody's complaining about 2020. Um, I'm super happy. I I thoroughly enjoy waking up in the morning, checking my phone, getting a text from Rel about what we about to get doing, what we about to do with Fly Def, seeing, you know I mean, seeing the jokes from all of my coworkers that are in the group message, I mean, jumping up, jumping on my computer, checking YouTube to see the numbers there, knowing that I am looking forward to my next podcast, getting a FaceTime call from my my 10-year-old nephew, ready to play video games. Like shit like that has made me a happier person. Um, doing this podcast has made me very happy because it's gotten a lot of these things off of my chest that I've been weighing on me for a while. And not so much that they're weighing on me because I haven't, I haven't felt like I I could get them off of my chest, but I just never did because I don't trust a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just like, well, shit, since I don't trust nobody and that's my biggest issue, then let me just trust the fucking world with everything that I need to talk about. Mm. And so I just threw it out into the atmosphere and it made me feel better. You know what I'm saying? My family makes me happy. You guys, obviously. Um, My niece and nephew, my mother, my dad, my stepdad. Um, your mom, Erica, Myra, knowing they're all pretty good makes me happy. Knowing that the clothing line is going in a good direction, that the podcast is doing very well, makes me happy. Um, I'm never happier than when people around me that I care about are happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you want that's to, I would
2: love you exactly. If you like want that,
1: to see that, me that, upset, that, let that. one of them be upset, then you'll see me upset. But other than that, I'm. That's what makes me happy. If we talk in relationships, what makes me happy? um i i thoroughly enjoy when again like i said when a woman is independent but lets me be the man um i i really appreciate that i also appreciate when people are considerate of me so yeah. we had talked we had talked the other night um e and i think well, yeah Rashad, i mean i told you to like erica asked well how many women are you talking to right now i said well i'm not really i mean i don't really claim nobody but we rounded around five you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. people i'm hanging out with whatever I told mommy this the other night too, bro. She was hilarious. She was dying laughing. Oh my God. And you crazy. That's why you stressed out. Five women, are you out of your mind. Right. Um, but I'm not in a relationship with none of them and I don't owe them nothing and they don't owe me shit. So, I'm, But these are the women that I'm hanging out with. Um. But I love the fact that they're all considerate in that aspect. I love the fact that if I'm at work, I'll get a text like, yo, I'm out. Did you need anything? And mm-hmm. I like to do stuff like that back to... Essentially everybody, not just the women that I'm talking to, but like all my friends and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I appreciate those thoughts. Like, yo, I know Dre just worked eight days in a row. Maybe I should hit him and be like, yo, you want to grab something to eat? Because I know his ass don't cook. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, I love that. So when it comes down to, if it was just one woman um, or two preferably, I would enjoy those thoughts. I would enjoy those.
0: Oh, fuck
1: considerate moments.
0: Mm.
2: It sounds like you are ready for something. Cause I mean, you y'all
1: know what I'm ready. Did y'all not see the episode? I need more than one. I'm ready. I don't
2: know if it's going to find my
1: time. co-hosts.
2: It's not going to be more than one. It's it's it's, it's a lo- having one full time is a lot. A lot. When you get the right one, trust me, it's going to be more than enough. You just <sighs> haven't met the right one. That's what I think.
1: Alright, so... Yeah, all right, but stuff. we can talk about another set. So. Right. <laughs> my, my final question. Um, you know what? No. Let's do a bonus round. Off the top of your head, each one of y'all ask me a question.
0: I uh,
1: know oh. no pre-written down ones, I need something that y'all really want to know. Something that you've never asked me that you want to know.
2: mm. mm. Right, did I never ask? Hmm. Um I'ma just ask a fun one. Like, yep. really, have you ever counted how many pairs of sneakers you have? Yes, I
1: have. <laughs> how many? Um, as of and this is when I did when we got in quarantine. Right. As of quarantine excluding the two UPS or U, the two U-Haul boxes that I haven't opened since I moved in this place three years ago, mm. uh, th- 324. Earth- twenty-four. Twenty-four pairs. Like before COVID shit, like before I ordered shit. Because I only ordered five pairs during that, but I haven't I thrown out shoes. a lot. But I just
2: always wanted to know, like, how
1: many? I haven't thrown out shoes since damn near high school.
2: I've been a thirteen since okay. I was seven, okay. since I was twelve years old. And you just you collected sneakers, so that's why. Just a fun Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Crazy. The first, yeah, that's the first. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are beat to shit, but like, and the crazy part about it is I wear the same shoes every day. I wear my neon and gray uh, Air Max 95s to work every day. The same shoes.
0: Have, have Mind home you, home.
1: I have two pairs of those, and this is the second pair that I'm running through.
2: Crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I need that's, you to- That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I liked shoes. I thought as a woman, I liked shoes. But, me too, but I, I don't have- number. I was I a fat thing. kid. Yeah. That was the thing that fit at all times. Shoes always fit.
1: Crazy. I used to buy me matching jogging suits. Remember that? I wear sweatpants. That was the big kid, so you couldn't really find clothes that like looked great on me. And I, and I hated jeans. I still to this day hate jeans. You can't- you, you like- I wore a pair of jeans the other day only because I was five weeks into doing laundry and I had ran out of 12 joggers. I got like 30 pairs of
2: 12 joggers. And they go perfect with the sneakers. Look. Yeah,
1: because they the taper, you know what I'm saying? And I could wear them to work right. every day. So I ran out because I worked nine days straight and I didn't do laundry. So I went and bought um, and I hadn't done laundry in like months. It's crazy. Right. But I went and bought, um, I went and bought, I went to my closet and found a pair of Levi's that I'd never worn, popped the tags off. Funny enough, the tags are on my desk. I'll show you. Oh my goodness.
0: Uh, and I mm-hmm. wore the
1: other day to work and I hated every moment of my life. I can't stand sure. it. So mommy used to buy me like, you know, like a uh, Russell brand, Fruit of the Loons, Hanes, Nike matching sweatpants tops and bottoms. I, and I would that. just wear, so I'd have a dope pair of kicks on and then I'll have a matching, but I used to have an all red Nike sweatsuit that I used to, and now that I'm getting older, I realized that was so dumb, but I used to wear it with the Allen Iverson Reebok um answers that were red and white and i would wear them to school and i'd be like i was walking around looking like kool-aid matching
0: <laughs> i matching was fresh red.
1: Nike Mad- sweatsuit Mad- with a reebok sneakers
0: red to red
1: red to red, <laughs> red, red. it'll be almost damn near winter i mean summertime and i would be in full sweatsuits but then remember remember high school rochelle i would wear nothing but uh argyle socks and flip-flops oh yeah all throughout the winter, summer, spring, for all, every single so I would get to school, take my tims off, put them in the locker, and put on my flip flops with Argyle socks. I still do that. Crazy. And then I used to wrap, remember I used to wrap the t-shirt on my head?
2: Oh, yeah. All that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, just dumb shit. All right, e, what's your bonus question?
2: <sighs> okay, so to balance out all your cockiness, let's end it on one thing that you love about me and Ro. Oh, okay.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> you want to take away from my cockiness and bring on yours. Okay, I see what you. Good question.
0: Uh, no, I
1: I love I love that Rochelle will Rochelle will even kill me. Um, so she will no matter if it's my cockiness, she will knock that shit down or no matter if it's my overgiving and my overloving. Rochelle would be like, knock that shit the fuck out. Like, no, 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 no. Tell them no. Like, yeah. stop doing shit for people. Stop overexerting yourself. Yeah. Rochelle will tell somebody no for me before I get the chance to tell them yes. Yeah. And, and, then, and then she'll find out, I say yes. Yeah, she be like, nigga, I
2: told them no.
0: I'm like, no. I don't be
2: wanting you to overextend. Like, it's okay to be like, no, I can't do that.
0: Right, right, right,
1: right. So I, yeah. lo- I love that about Rochelle. And I love the fact that, I mean, Rochelle, let's keep it real, Rochelle, is the reason why i'm probably not in jail uh for a couple things and the, and the reason why i got away with a lot of shit when i was younger mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of shit that i probably could have gotten in trouble for that she either fair warned me about or covered up for me no matter how upset she was with me so holding I, it down i appreciate yeah. I that all the way
2: your sister vibes
1: right um i what i love about erica is that she's just like me so when we don't talk for a very long time because we're being stuck in our own little bubbles and don't want to talk to nobody and secluding ourselves from the rest of the world. Uh, the moment that we do start to talk again, it's like we, like it was just yesterday that we talked. Yeah. So, real quick story: uh, I hadn't seen Erica since she graduated high school, and then ten years later, popped mm-hmm, up. Since I-,
2: I was before that, I was sixteen.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, like 10, 10, 11 years later, I popped up in Atlanta. Like, hey, I'm coming to see you, uh, and she didn't hesitate. There was no question about it, none of that shit. And the, from the moment I got into the car from the airport, it was like nothing had changed. Back. I had my little sister back. We was just cracking jokes and catching up, and you know what I mean. And, and the and I, and I and she's a and she's a road dog. I mean, Erica came up here and I took her through the ringer. She lived a day in my life, and this is before COVID. So. I mean, I remember, <laughs> I tried to fair warning. I said, yo, this is going to be a crazy day because it's my day off. She said, what do you mean? I said, it's my day off from work, so it's going to be a crazy day. Said, okay. So okay. We woke up. She had gotten in late the night before, I think, and we went to sleep. Everything was cool. Then we woke up the next day, and we went, we was running from probably about 730, 8 o'clock in the morning to damn near 2, 3 o'clock in the
2: morning. Sun up to sundown. Oh, oh goodness.
1: And it and, and 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 she got to experience some of the shit I get away with too, like like being an hour late to dinner with my friends uh,
2: when all your friends are there waiting on you. Yeah, and I
1: walked in and nothing was like it was nothing was wrong. My homegirl <laughs> kept the restaurant open late for us. Wow. She was a GM and like it was like so Erica got to experience all of that cool shit that I get to go through on a day ba- on a daily basis before, like I said before COVID. And before I became a hermit, I became a hermit over the last couple of years. But like, so she went through all of that and then still went on a trip with us. That's right. Yeah. So he's a rider, Like he's just like me. She's down for whatever. As long as we're going to have some fun, we're going to be safe. and We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to do what we got to do. All right. And then my bonus question.
2: Really?
1: For both of y'all. Erica, is my
2: mama your mama? what what kind of question is that
1: me and rochelle have an ongoing joke <laughs> where we, we'll ask our mom like ma because you don't understand erica how much you're like our mother really so if you're like rochelle and my mom so we, we ask mommy like ma, be real like did y'all did you and daddy have a baby and then myra just
2: assumed, send her down to atlanta right
1: they just, they just took this. Cause you were born in Rochester, don't
2: forget. I was born in Rochester. I was there for four years. Right, I was down here when I was four. Right. I think Daddy was just attracted to the same kind of the woman. Same kind of woman, literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. Yep. Same personality. We are eerily the same. Like we are like. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. odd.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. Nah, so my my real bonus question though, which y'all uh, is, <clears throat> how do y'all feel? Like, so I know there's other walkers out there, right? Mm -hmm. I personally am not close to any of them. Mm -hmm. You know my feelings on it. I've talked to y'all both numerously about this. How do we fix that?
2: Uh, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, for me, because I've actually talked to some of the walkers, like, you know, our uncles, our dad's brothers, uh, more... Since our dad has passed, ironically, and I think because I'm the oldest one and I remember, you know, more about what he passed, like how they were there and, you know, things that we did and bonded that you guys probably don't even know because you didn't, you know, you weren't really there when he passed and you were just young because I was still fairly young. Um, So I think for me, it's more about and as I'm getting older, I have kids and, you know, I want them to know not only my mother's side of the family, but, you know, our dad's side as well. So I think it's just going to really take, like, somebody, it might be one of us or, like, all three of us to really say we have to make an effort to, like, meet them, meet up with them, plan something, and just, like, make it happen. And I know that sounds, like, simple.
1: Right. Yeah, we all know that ain't simple.
2: Right, it hasn't been the case. So I think, really, we have to, like, and, um, you know, I, again, I do talk to them, like, through um, Messenger and things like that. You're just trying to keep in contact. And they even say the same, like, right. we want to meet you guys because they have kids and stuff that we haven't even met and things right. like that. So, I think it's important because I think they're going to be able to, like, tell us a lot about our dad and, and you know, their side of the family. And maybe we'll find that we're more alike, like them in that side than we even know. Right we gotta be like them because we haven't connected. So, <laughs> right. none of us have connected right. and that's, that is a trait of ours that we keep to ourselves. Right. You're right, you're right. I, and it is crazy because I see that, you know what I mean? Like I know our, our
1: uncles have kids. Um, and I mean, some of them are, they're, most of them are younger than us, I believe. For mm-hmm. the most part. I know Aunt Lynn, I mean, God rest her soul, I know she she had kids. Yeah. So we, we gotta kind of reach out to them at some point and. And, you know, I've been the biggest advocate of, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying. Right. But recently, I've just been
2: thinking, like,
1: I can't let that, you know what I mean? I can't let the past
0: predict our future.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, like, with everybody just going how the world is today, you know, If nothing else that we've learned, I think, during this time is that you don't know how much time you have and what it's going to look like. So if you want to do something, if it's in your heart, if it's on your mind to do, you got to do that thing Mm because you you cannot hold off. And I just think, you know, family is important. It's real important for many reasons, as we all know, but it's important. So we have to take it kind of more serious and just get to know them and come outside of ourselves maybe a little bit. Yeah. Take like the first step. Yes, because I think they're definitely open to it. All
1: right, I hear you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, to, I'm gonna have to make them make them change. It. What's it? Yeah. I appreciate y'all being on the Dre Says podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, of I course.
1: never you I mean I never thought I'd be able to get all three of us on here and, and talking to everybody. Um, but the you I mean the magical wonders of technology has made it fit that we can do this even without
2: power. Erica came through. I can't believe his light is still on.
0: (laughs) Right.
2: We made it. Hey,
1: everybody, thank y'all for watching. Please like, subscribe, share. If y'all haven't, jump over to my nephew's page, A Day With A. Um, He's always got some cool videos going up. Me and him are working on some new stuff as well. Um, So, again, thank you. Thank you to my beautiful, intelligent sisters. Thank you to my brother-in-laws for holding them down as much as they hold you down. I had to give a shout-out to my dogs. I appreciate y'all. Um, and I will catch y'all next week.
0: Bye. Love you all. My father Bye. would lift me high. And dance with my mother and me. And then spin me around till I fell asleep. Dance with my father again.